I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She... <laughs> How do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At, we are honoured to introduce you to Michael Theo, the star of the Netflix TV show Love on the Spectrum. Michael, also known as Mr. A+, is here to provide an insight into dating in the modern world and how to stay true to yourself. Stay tuned. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Michael, welcome to the show. Hello, Anna. Hello, Matt. Thank you so much for coming on. I was saying to you before, you have been at the top of my list to have on this show as a guest. That's quite surprising. It is. Why is that? We've, I just never really expected that. Really? really? Yeah. Honestly, when I told my friends and family that you were going to be on our show... They were so excited. My group chat was going off. Everyone was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. Can I come meet him? Same with my mum and sisters. They love you, man. They're jealous as I get to meet you. (laughs) They're like, can I come in? And I was like, oh, maybe next time. (laughs) Yeah. And like, you know, you've went on to Love on the Spectrum and you've become a household name overnight. How does that feel? It's surprising and flattering, but also kind of, Slightly overwhelming as it, well. Yeah, I can imagine it would be really overwhelming. Do you get recognised a lot? Like when you go out, do people come up to you? Well, sometimes they do. Yeah. Do, do you find that annoying or fun? or how it's, it's not annoying. It's, it's not annoying? It's enjoyable. It's enjoyable, yeah. yeah. How's your family finding it? Because they were also on the show with you. They seem yeah. so lovely. Well... They've adapted to it, but I get <laughs> I get recognised a lot more than they do. Yeah. Um, my mother also tends to get recognised as well. <laughs> <laughs> she was a huge part of the show. She is, yeah. Yeah. You're very close with your family. You live at yeah. their house. Yeah. In your quarters, is that right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Quarters is what I call my bedroom. That's right, yeah. And I remember on season one you had your little love ducks. Was that right? Yep. Yeah, which I just thought was so, like, so cute. I love that. How is your love life going? Not that great at the moment. Okay. Why is that? Still no girlfriend. Okay. Have you been dating? I have dated before, even outside of the show, but um, I haven't been on many dates recently. Okay. I want to talk about love on the spectrum first before we get into your love life. Sure. I'm dying and itching mm. to get there, but I'm going to rein myself in a little bit. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> How did you get on the show? Like, did you apply? I didn't. Northern Pictures contacted various employment agencies to look for any potential candidates. One they contacted is named At Work Australia. I'm with them. Right. Um, they contacted at Work Australia, and they recommended me. Awesome. Also, so did you go through like a casting after that or did you, how did it no. work after that? When I first heard about it, I found it intriguing and yeah. I apparently persisted on, with um, contacting them to in hopes of getting on to it. Cool. Because I saw it as my best chance to help me find a partner. Yeah. Yeah. And how was it being on the show? It was a very fun experience. I have no regrets about it. 
Awesome. What was the hardest thing about filming on the show, do you think? I don't recall there being any hard moments. Okay. Was it awkward? Because Matt and I, we've been on a reality TV show kind of surrounding dating. Yeah. I found it really awkward when I was on a date and there was cameras there because I was like, oh, what am I going to say? How did you feel being on dates? I felt pretty confident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The cameras didn't bother me. How was the date when there was a bit of an awkward moment and your date got actually a bit stressed out? How was that moment for you? I was pretty concerned. Yeah, you looked concerned. Because I naturally believed that it was my fault. Ah, which isn't the case. Because if a woman's not enjoying herself, isn't that typically the man's fault? Well, that's what I was kind of talking about. Like, I think it is so overwhelming when there's cameras there. It just adds like a new element of stress. And I, being on a reality TV show, felt that stress. So when I saw that moment, I was thinking she must be really stressed out. Like, it's so intimidating. I find going on a first date stressful as it is. Yeah, without the cameras. Without the cameras. But then with the cameras, it's like that extra pressure. I suppose. Yeah. How did you um, deal with her when she was stressing out to make her feel more comfortable? I uh, apologise for how the evening turned out. Yeah. It's the sweetest thing you could do. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to talk about this. There was actually a petition going around, and I'm sure you've seen it, for you to be the bachelor or the next bachelor. How did that feel, seeing that? I was a little bit surprised about that, but I'm personally not really keen on joining something like that. Why is that? It's because I've heard that the participants aren't really allowed to be themselves. Really? That's what I've heard, at least. Okay. And um, every guy on that show is like... um, Chiseled and um, hairless. <laughs> and hairless. <laughs> I think you have so much to offer. Like, yeah. you would be an incredible bachelor. Would I? Yeah. yeah you're real down to earth and you tell them how it is and that. And it, try to bring yeah. the best out of the girls so they're not being fake. Yeah. And I, honestly, yeah. I think watching you on Love on the Spectrum, like, I feel like Australia fell in love with you and I think you have so much to offer someone and I think you'd be great. Yeah. I would agree with that, but the only question is, who in Australia would even would even accept me as a potential husband? All right, so I feel like you and me are a little bit the same. We're both hopeless romantics. We love yeah. to, like, love. Would you say that? That's how you are? Yeah, I would yeah. say that. Yeah, you love love, don't you, Matt? I do, I do. I love being in love. <laughs> so I've been dying to know, how is your love life going? Not that great at the moment. Yeah, you said before you haven't been on many dates. What's not not recently, no. Not recently. Why is that? You just haven't found anyone that you no. want to go out with? Well, I am on eHarmony. Cool. Mm-hmm. And I am talking to someone. Okay. But I'm not really going to mention her name for privacy reasons. Of course, of course that's yeah. totally fine. And how's that going? It's going well. Awesome. Yeah. Have you met up with her or are you just talking to her we're, online? We're talking online, but um, we're actually planning to meet pretty soon. Wow. wow. That's very exciting. Is she, I know you were talking about this before, that you prefer older women. Yes. Is she older? Yep, just by one year. Okay, okay. cool. Why is it that you like older women? Well, it's because if it's like five years or six years or seven years older, I might be a bit too young for her. Do you think? And I might be a bit too immature for her. I I don't think so. You come across very mature and hold yourself very well. Yes, I would say that, but... 
I also do have some moments of immaturity, like everybody else does. You're only male, man. I still yeah. have a lot of immature moments. Yeah. What did you say before when we were outside and you were talking about the reason why you like older women is sometimes because... I'll explain. Yeah. There's a difference between a woman and a girl. A woman has maturity. Girls do not. Okay, mm-hmm. right. If you're younger than 25, you're still a girl. But when you get into your late 20s, you're about 50 to 75% done with um, your transformation into a woman. But when you get into your 30s, that's when the complete transformation takes place. So 30 is like the optimum age for yeah. dating. Do you think by then a woman knows what she wants? Yes, and is more more keen on settling down rather than just only focusing on having a good time. You're yeah, right. You're right. I agree. I think that's true. And I also find it very disheartening when a lot of girls are hoping for a deep connection. Well, some guys just only want a one-night stand. Mm. But I have a bit of advice for those girls who get heartbroken by those one-night stands. Amazing. What is Let's it? Let's hear it. Do what you need to with him, then broom him fast. (laughs) That's That's awesome. awesome, I think all those girls need to hear that. Because after all, a pair of breasts and a backside don't define a woman. True. It's their personality as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on in in her heart and soul and mind defines a woman. Do you believe in like energy between two people? The energy in their bond that you know straight away that you feel that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do as well. And if you're on a first date with someone, you have to pay attention to your heart and see how you feel. Yeah. That's the biggest piece of advice I was ever given on a first date. Stop worrying about how they're feeling or what they're doing and worry about how you're feeling and how you yeah. feel about them. If your heart's racing, that's actually a bit of a sign. A sign that... That you're attracted to her. But right. I found on a first date with my new girl that my heart wasn't racing. I felt really comfortable around her. So I felt like that was a good sign. That's also another good sign. Yeah. Mm, so yeah. I just felt real comfortable in her energy yeah. and real comfortable in her presence. If you're on a first date and you feel comfortable with that person, you enjoy your time with that person, explore that further. Go deeper into it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Why stop there? Exactly. Well, I didn't. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I think as well, like if I'm on a first date, if I start to get anxiety and I don't feel comfortable, that's like a red flag for me. I'm like, I, sh- I, I this is probably not right. Well, people relate those butterfly feelings to like when you're anxious and you're not enjoying someone's company to like actual like you like think you like them, but they need to separate those two things. That sometimes those butterflies are actually telling you that this isn't right for you. You're actually anxious. The butterflies would be um like a combination of excitement and nervousness. Nervousness. Yeah. You're right. It could be either way. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Tell us about the first time you had a crush on a girl. It was um, early 2010. I was, okay. I was still in high school at the time. It was year 10. She was quite beautiful and she made my heart race. Aww. But um, she just didn't feel the same way. No, oh, that's sad. It was at the time, but I was kind of saved. Yeah. You know, um, dodged a bullet. Are you oh, touchable? Okay, so she ended up being a red flag. <laughs> Let's just say that God was giving me a glimpse of what it's like to fall in love. So you're getting a little taster of what it could be like. Yeah. And you know, we always talk about dating and we say that every date that you go on that doesn't work out, you're getting closer to being with the one or finding the one that's right for you. And figuring out yourself what you want in a partner. Yeah, I kind of figured that out this morning. Do you do? Yeah. yeah, every time you go on a date, 
the closer you are to finding someone. Yeah. That's a great attitude to have. And that's the attitude we had as yeah. well. When we were dating. Every time it doesn't work out, it's always a lesson. So you have to find out what the lesson is. And it seems yeah. like you found the lesson in that one. Yes. Although I will have to admit, I am quite particularly attracted to English women. English mm. women, right. And I was born in England. I was born in England. I'm, I'm from the UK. <laughs> yeah, she's from the UK. So are you. Yeah, I'm from the UK yeah. as well. Yeah. So you think potentially you might go to England and see if there's someone special there? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. When are you looking at doing that? going to be looking at going to the UK next year. Oh, well, we have a lot of uh, English listeners, so we'll mm. let them know that you're going to be there then. Yep. And they can yeah. slide into your DMs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it about English women that you like? Well, let's just say that um, they're quite attractive for a start, mm-hmm. um, and not to mention their accents. The accent. <laughs> for me, it's quite a turn-on. It is yeah. a turn-on, isn't it? Yeah. I love an English accent too. I and, do, yeah. And their culture seems classy. Yeah. You were talking about um, your dream date in England before. Yeah. Can you share that? A dream date in England would probably be an English high tea with a woman. Awesome. That would be really romantic. Yeah. So like some scones, cream and jam, pouring some nice herbal tea. English breakfast tea. I actually drink fruit-flavoured teas. Yum. And I would also prefer it if there was cheese as well. Oh, nice. And crackers. Yeah. (laughs) Nice, (laughs) nice. I love a cheese platter. I was just going to ask you, I find it hard at the best of times to read women. Like, I struggle heaps with that. Do you find it as confusing as well? Like, sometimes you don't know what they're thinking when you're on dates with them and that? Well, I don't really always know or understand how a woman is feeling, but... I do my best to try to understand. Yeah. How do you go about doing that? Do you ask them questions? Yep, ask them questions and read their body language. Mm. Facial expressions always give you clues. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question for you. Were you allowed to date growing up? Was your parents strict or were they pretty chilled? They didn't allow it. Really? They wanted me to focus on my studies first. So I never had a girlfriend in high school. I had no choice. Yeah. Do you know what? My parents were exactly the same. I was not allowed to date. I wasn't allowed to have a boyfriend. No no boys were allowed to come over to the house. They I, wanted me to focus on school. I wish my parents were a little bit more like that. I, I was too busy dating and wasn't able to focus on my work. It does seem like a bit of a distraction at times, but your parents' rules, they se- seemed pretty restrictive. <laughs> they were, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> so... What I love about you, Michael, is that you're just such a gentleman and on the show it comes across that you have really great morals and values. Where did you learn this from? I inherited all of this from my dad and my mother as well because, you see, my father has passed on a lot of his teachings to me. Okay. It's a combination of Buddhism and Christianity. Great. Nice. I actually think I saw, I don't know if it was season one or season two, but you're really into meditating as well now. Is that right? Yeah. My dad taught me meditation. He taught me about spirituality. Mm -hmm. He got me into it. Cool. Cool. I find that that really helps with like anxiety. I suffer from anxiety, so does Matt. And we do a lot of mindfulness and meditation to kind of calm our thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also listen to meditation music as well. Cool. It always helps it's yeah. really relaxing isn't it and by coincidence i also happen to have anxiety do you? you do yeah do you yeah. find that it helps with your anxiety the meditation then 
Yeah. Okay, so one of my favourite quotes from you in season one, I'm going to repeat it now and you can, um, I'm sure you'll recall this. You said, a lot of people our age aren't into commitment. They're only interested in intercourse. A lot of girls want a boyfriend for a bodyguard or a sugar daddy. I just think you're such a straight shooter and I think that's why you're so loved because everyone can relate. It's like you're saying what everyone's thinking. Yeah. It's because there are some girls like in their late teens or early 20s who just want a boyfriend just, you know, for... um sexual pleasures or even material pleasures, basically anything that's not considered important. Yeah. What do you consider to be important? Compatibility, love between both souls, mm-hmm. and willing to do anything for each other. Yeah. yeah. That's so beautiful. That is. That's really And you're cute. right. That's the things that actually truly matter. You're probably familiar with star signs, right? I am. Yeah. What star sign are you? Pisces. Pisces. Cool. I'm a Taurus. I'm a Cancer. Pisces and Cancer are both highly compatible because they? they're both water signs. What month is a Pisces? Um, February and March. Okay, yeah. I know a couple of them, yeah. Cool. And also, Cancer and Pisces are the most sensitive star signs. Yeah. Would you find yourself very sensitive and emotional? Yep. Yeah, same with myself, man. What about Taurus and Pisces? Yes, they would be compatible because Taurus is an earth sign and water mixes with earth. Yeah. 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 Cool. I love it that you know so much about star signs. I find them so interesting. Yeah, I'm quite fascinated by astrology. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're dating someone, do you take into account what their star sign is before dating or do you ask them? I would um, ask them but also decide how compatible are we according to our star signs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I feel that it's that it's somewhat important, but yeah. not completely. All right. So, when do you think the perfect time is for a kiss, like your first kiss with a girl on the first date, or um, on the first date, may, maybe a bit too early? Mm. I'm thinking maybe the third or fourth. Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching you on Love and the Spectrum, and um, it was so sweet. It was a really nice moment. You were telling your mum about how you were planning to give a kiss on the hand. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. That's a real gentleman thing to do. Yes, yeah. it is. But I recently decided to stop doing that. Right. Because I was told that some girls find that creepy. Oh. Uh, well, and it's kind of old school as well. It is old school. Even for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it can be like seen as very gentlemanly. Yes, yeah. some people might find it creepy, but... I don't know. It seems well, quite yeah. sweet. If you me. want to do it and you think it's sweet and they find it's creepy, then maybe they're not the one. Because I'm more comfortable around women that appreciate gentlemanly romantic gestures. Yeah. yeah. Because if she doesn't appreciate those things, it's kind of a deal breaker. That's well, what it I'm... is a deal breaker because then she's not accepting you for you. That's what no. I'm saying, yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're a gentleman at heart, so you need someone who is looking for that and is going to appreciate yeah. that. And if I'm aiming for someone who's older than me, I would have a better shot. I think so too. I can imagine you with an older woman. Only by maximum of four years. Okay. Less. Okay. So how old are you again? 27. So they can only be up to 31. That's the maximum yeah, around at best. that. At best. At best. I wanted to ask you what your ideal woman kind of encompasses. Like what does she look like? Who is she? What does she do? Hair colour, eye colour and what her lips look like, those things don't matter. Cool. You're looking for a deeper connection than that. Yeah. So what is that then? What what do they bring? A beautiful, loving woman 
with a pure heart who comes from a good family. And if she also has a very intelligent mind, that is a big bonus. That sounds like the dream, man, to find one of them. But the problem is they're quite hard to find these days. (laughs) You're right. You're right. If you find one, you better lock it down as quickly as possible. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that brings me to my next point. I thought it was really cute. You've already planned your future wife's engagement ring. It's in a form of a crown? Well, it would look like a crown, yeah. Cute. But um, if I was to propose to a woman, I would probably do either a ring or maybe a tiara. A tiara? Oh, amazing. So, wait, so you do both or you just do a ring? Both or either. Or either. Um, okay, cool. So, you get on one knee with like a tiara and open that up for it. Yeah. Cute. That's really romantic. Thanks. I've never heard of, I've never heard of anyone do that before. Yeah. Well, it's because in an episode of The Big Bang Theory, um, okay. Sheldon gave Amy a tiara. Right. Uh, and uh, you were like, good idea. Yeah. Well, it's pretty much saying that she's your queen or your princess for the rest of... I wouldn't say princess. That's not the correct word. Queen. Is then. that too young? Yeah. Okay. He wants a... Queen. You he want a queen. a queen. That's better. <laughs> you he want needs the, the queen. You want the queen. Yeah. Because after all, a wife and a, and a house makes a man a king. Correct. This is true. Yeah, so you're a king. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I still live with my parents. Yeah. But in the future, would you think you'd call her your queen? Yeah. Okay, what's a deal breaker on a first date? If she smokes or takes drugs or engages in crimes. Yeah. 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 They're non-negotiable. And, and also has body piercings as well. Okay. Okay. Any body piercings or... Any. Any at all. Whether so what about the, earrings? That's different. That's different. Because they're not piercings, they're jewellery. Okay. okay, right. So you mean like a nose ring, lip ring? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those things are unattractive. Yeah. yeah. Nose rings, lip rings, and also piercings in the belly, and also in, in the tongue, they're, they're unattractive. Yeah. I've got a belly button ring. I can't say I I've dated something. <laughs> I see. <laughs> yeah, is, I, that, is that a big cross for me? I wouldn't say it's a big cross. Okay. I got it when I was very young. When I say I see, that's all I can think of. <laughs> um, to, to say it when somebody says something. Yeah, that's fair enough. No, that's fair enough. I got it when I was very young and I probably <laughs> probably shouldn't have got it. I, yeah, I'm not attracted to them either if I see them. With tattoos, um, it depends on, on the design and how colourful it is. Okay. okay. And do you like hidden tattoos as well or do you like them visible? Doesn't matter. That it's, doesn't matter. It's the woman's personal choice. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any advice for people who are really shy and scared to date? I would say just be yourself. Yeah. And give people a chance. Yeah. And yeah. it doesn't take much work to pluck up some courage to just go on a date with someone and see how things go. What about people who are too scared to go on dates because of rejection and they're just kind of sitting at home and hoping to find someone, but they're not actually doing anything about it. Just because you rejected once, that doesn't mean it's going to happen again and again and again. You just don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah. I would say just go on the date, see how it goes, and if you get rejected, that's, that's a clear indication that person is not for you. Yeah. So you said that you suffer from anxiety before. Yeah. How do you mentally prepare and get yourself ready for a first date then? I just um, generally have faith that it will go well and just show, show some confidence. Yeah. yeah. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. But, but I'm not an overly confident person. Yeah. You seem very confident sitting here talking to us, though. Well, when I say overconfident, I'm talking about a, somebody who, 
who acts in a very cocky, egotistical manner. Like a bit arrogant. Yeah. Nobody mm. likes that, though. Who's no. going to be dating someone like that? That confidence is too high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah. That's a, it's a bit of a turn-off for women as well when they act like that. Yeah. Mm. It would be. I don't recall the best dating experience. Do you recall your worst date experience then? Nope. No. They've just all been just... You know, I think watching you on Love on the Spectrum, you are so good at going on dates. I am? Yeah. I mean, I think watching you, you did amazingly. Oh. Thanks. I mean, I don't think I've ever been on a date where people are pulling out my chair. I remember you bought someone a corsage. Yeah. What's a yeah. corsage? Do you want to explain to me? A that? corsage is a type of flower that that woman would wear on on her wrist. Oh, so like for like the in America they do it like the proms and that. Yeah. That's that's cute. In in Australia we call them a formal. A formal. Yeah. 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 And it's like a romantic gesture that from is a romantic. date. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, and he got it. He, you gave uh, a corsage to one of your dates on the show. Yeah. Did she like that? She, she did. Yes. Yeah, that is really cute. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's talk about your podcast. Sure. Congratulations, firstly. Yeah, congratulations. It's called Mister A Plus. You are absolutely killing it. What made you start this podcast? Okay, here's how it all started. <laughs> <laughs> I first got an agent, and then these numerous people wanted to get me on. Me to, as a guest on the on their podcasts, mm. okay. But then she asked one day, asked me, all these people are getting you on your on their podcasts. Why don't you have your own podcast? And I thought about it and decided that maybe I should do one. And I started going through a list of topics I like to discuss and pe- people like would like to interview. And it, on their end, they started contacting various um podcast companies and they came across dm podcasts awesome and they eventually agreed to collaborate with me amazing what is your favorite topic to cover on your podcast i have several favorites do you want to tell us some of them one of them is like romance and also railways animals acting thomas the tank engine um, films television shows sitcoms spirituality yeah Nature. Astrology. Yep, astrology. Yep. And also yaoi's. What's yaoi's? Oh, <laughs> are they the little little chocolate things? Yes. The little, yeah, they're unreal. What yeah. are they? Are they still around? Yes, they're still around. Oh, I'll have to well, get one. Where do you get them from? Your best bet would be Woolworths and Big W. Okay, I haven't had one of them in years. They're so, I remember having like the little toys of them as well that would yeah. come inside of them, yeah. But these ones, they're different. Okay. Um, these ones... America revived it. Yeah. And then in April 2017, they returned to Australian shelves. Oh. Ah. As good or? Well, they're, they're better. <laughs> okay. I'll explain why. <laughs> My mother used to get them for me all the time when I was a kid. Yeah. And to this day, she actually still gets gets me one every now and then yeah. do you as, like kid- as a surprise. Do you like kidna surprises? Not as much. Okay. The chocolate is not as great and the toys inside them are, are buildable and they're more cartoon-like. Cool. Okay, so I like hidden surprises more. Each to their own. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask you this. Who's your favourite celebrity that you've met? There's quite a few, actually. Roger Bumpus, Bill Farmer, Shane Jacobson, and Dawn Wells. Wow. R.I.P. Are you surprised that they know who you are and they've watched the show, obviously? And I, don't, I don't really know because um, 
Dawn Wells passed away last year. Mm. And um, Roger Bumpus and Bill Farmer are actually voice actors. Okay. okay. And Shane Jacobson, he's seen it. Okay. And apparently he's a fan of me. Yes, yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's How does that feel? Honourable. Yeah. I saw that you had an interview with Ellen recently. I did, yes. How did that go? It went very well. And it was um, quite a fun experience. It yeah. looked fun. I saw that she um she gave you a present. A suit. Yeah. What type of suit? A Paul Smith suit. Wow. Oh. Have you wore it yet? Uh, not yet because they still need to be taken up. Oh, right. Okay. Do you think you'll wear it on a special occasion? Yes. I would probably wear the suit and the shirt and tie at somewhere more formal, like um the opera house. Yep. Cool. I wanted to quickly talk to you about your family because your family... They've come across so well. I know we touched on it before. Yep. And your mum gets recognised. Yep. <laughs> but not as often. Not, not as, as often, often as you, yeah. No. You were talking about the fact that your brother was giving you a lot of advice. Yep. He has a girlfriend, right? Well, technically he's engaged now. He's engaged. Congratulations to your brother. Thanks. Awesome. How did that go down? He did it in Sydney. He did it in Sydney. Cute. Cute. And I know your sister was saying that she had struggled dating like you. How's she going with dating? Good. She has a boyfriend now. Awesome. awesome. Do you like him? Yeah, he's a pretty great guy. Yeah? Does he give you any advice or? Yeah, he's actually pretty good with that. I love it that you're such a hopeless romantic because Matt and I are the biggest hopeless romantics going around and we feel like connected to you because you're the same. Yeah. But those kind of people are very scarce these days. We are, aren't we? Just like with kind people. Yeah. People who are, who are selfish and callous, they're very common. Mm. Steer away from them. That kind of behavior should be frowned upon. I agree, and I do frown upon it. That's good. What do you think about online trolls? Can't stand them. I yeah. agree. Cowards. It's like, don't they have anything better to do with their time than tear down other people who who deserve recognition for, for, for an act of kindness. Mm. Have you had any online trolls after coming off of the show? A couple. Really? Yep. That's surprising to me. Yeah. That's so disappointing. It was just jealousy. It mm. is. What type of things were they saying? I'll tell you. They called my mother a bimbo and a complete attention hog, which I found insulting. What? They also called me a clown in a cheap suit and a creep who's obsessed with marriage. That is awful. I'm so sorry you had to put up with that. Yeah. That's not okay. Yeah. No, it's not. In fact, that kind of also ruined it for me. It did? Don't yeah. don't let the opinion don't of let one, one asshole like, like ruin such a great experience for yeah. you. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. I think like you have so much to offer. You're such a great person. Yeah. You're a gentleman. I think it's more people should be the way you are. Like the fact that you want to get married, it's so inspiring and a lot of women want that and they look at you and think, God, I wish I could be with someone like Michael. Because after all, marriage is a partnership. It doesn't mean that you that you own a person. No. And it does not mean that you possess them either. Yeah. Marriage is the is the spiritual and emotional bond between two souls agreeing to spend and share their lives together. Mm. Mm-hmm. And how beautiful is that? It's beautiful, but it's also a very serious commitment. Correct. If you can't commit to something as serious as marriage, then you're not suitable for it. Correct. Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't go ahead with it. You have to be absolutely certain that you're willing and ready to commit to one woman and only that one woman. Yeah. 
I mean, it sounds like you're taking this very seriously. Yeah. It has to be taken seriously because a man takes marriage seriously. A boy can't. Correct. When you're married, you're happy for life. Yeah. Mm. But if, if you have just like a one-night stand, you're only satisfied for at least two hours. <laughs> two hours if you're lucky. Yeah. I don't know who's going for two hours. <laughs> Nobody, no one that, I, that I'm aware of. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> they'll, they'll be lucky if, they, if, if that happiness even lasts for, for at least 24 hours. <laughs> True. Yes. You know what? You're on the mark, Michael. You're such a legend. Thank you so much for coming on our show. It's, it's been it's been such a pleasure. We've had so much laughs. Even talking to you for the last hour or so, you can tell how much of a genuine, nice soul you are, man. Until next time, guys. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, bye.